Hello, and welcome to Core Women. My name is Dr. Summer Watson, and I'm the founder of Core Women, and I'm also an empowerment strategist for women. So if you're listening to this podcast to delve more into empowerment strategies, well, you're here for the right reason. However, Core Women was also developed because it's a special place that provides a unique idea of home for the hearts and souls of women. It's a place for us to share our strength, energy, wisdom, and authenticity. It's a place for women to find support and strategic empowerment ideas that will help support their lives. Today on the show, I'd like to welcome Miriam Burwell. She is the CEO of Accomplish More, was a collaborator on the talk show called Let's Talk About Cancer, and was diagnosed in December of 2015 with an an aggressive form of invasive triple negative breast cancer. And she fought back and defeated cancer. Miriam is dedicated to helping others and inspiring others and was a recipient in 2016 of the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 190th Legislative District Image Award. (laughs) And then she was also a recipient in 2016 of the Servant Leadership Award from Opportunity Inc., And in 2018, she was honored with the Sarita Joy Strength Award. You also write poetry, Miriam, and launched a shoe line. You are absolutely amazing. So let's get right into talking about your inspiring journey and welcome. Thank you for having me. I almost didn't want to say anything because I just wanted to actually have a moment to let that soak in. You, You know, you're blessed to do so much, but you don't really think about what you've done. And so you really hear it in, in, in the words of someone else. So thank you for taking a moment to acknowledge all that. I appreciate that. Absolutely. You are amazing. So let's get right into talking about your journey, your amazing spirit, and how you find strength through the experiences you have confronted. Wow, that is loaded. Yes. Let's start from the, from, whew, yeah, that's a loaded question. And, and it's loaded because Everything that I think about that I have gone through and everything I think about that I want to accomplish, it, it really, it's, it's really breathtaking. And it's something that you can't really speak in one breath, but I will start with this point. Nothing really matters. Nothing really has mattered except for the point of being here where I am now. And I would not have made it this far without being here present at each moment of each phase I have gone through. And I tell people, no, I I haven't arrived. You know, when I talk to people, my conversation is not for you if you think you have arrived. Because where I am right now is here, right now, this moment, this instant. And when I look back at those moments, those instants where I was, it's funny, I did not know where I was. Because when that diagnosis came, so much hit me at one time. I didn't know where I was going, where I was coming. I just knew I was here, here with cancer. What do I do now? And then I thought about it. I'm rooted, I'm grounded in in faith and prayer and believing in God. And and, and I had to go back to my roots. I said, "This, this is where I need to go back to. This is a lot to take in. I'm consumed in a lot, but all things are possible. And that's what I had to remind myself. So I took a moment to get myself together. And I said, I'm going to go through this. And I'm going to go through this cancer treatment. And I'm going to treat it like any other test. And I said that I have to pass my test. 
This is no different than anything else. And everything is perspective. And that's what I had to do. I said, I'm here now. What am I going to do at this moment? Am I going to let myself live? Or am I going to let myself die? And I knew that was not an option for me. Right. And that is powerful. That is really powerful and important information and important to let soak in because those are some real questions. And we're getting real, real fast here because you were given this diagnosis and you were confronted by something that really kind of took you through this whole emotional, I'm sure, roller coaster from being diagnosed to treatment and the effects of the emotional impact. And yet you ask yourself some very poignant questions about, are you going to allow yourself to live or are you going to allow yourself to die? Now, with that said, where'd you go with that, Miriam? Well, I know you're like here, I said, but yeah, yeah I made that decision. I said, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm going to live. And so I, I basically, Here's, here's what I did. I told myself I was not going to allow the cancer to treat me any differently, meaning I was not going to allow the cancer to make me be anything less or anyone less than who I already was. If anything, it was going to make me a better person. Right. And that's how I carried that mindset and that attitude. I was a very humble person, a person that loved to laugh and loved to just have fun. And I loved that. And I realized that everything was that was in me is everything that I needed and everything that brought me through that cancer journey. So I took the approach, well, I love to laugh, I love to have fun. So I'm gonna make fun with this. I'm gonna have fun with this. I will laugh, I will make jokes at myself. And I was okay with that. And that's not to say that I didn't have my moments when I didn't cry. I did not scream. I did not feel overwhelmed. I was not charged with frustration. But I was going to let myself be me. And if I was always laughing and joking and playing around, because that's the fun-loving person that I am, then I was going to incorporate that along my journey and my experience. And that's what helped reel me in because yes, cancer is real. Cancer is devastating. But here's the beautiful part about it, Summer. It turned out to be one of the biggest blessings of my life. It has graced me. It has humbled me even more. It has suited me with a coat of armor. And I wouldn't change my experience for the world. And because I'm here now, I was able to birth all these beautiful concepts. I have been able to launch a shoe line. I have been able to be a radio talk show host. I have gone on to be an inspirational speaker. And none of this would not have been possible had I not been here at this moment going through this journey. And that, that's what I want people to realize. Don't worry about arriving. Because I, I had to learn that. I had to learn to just focus on being here. If I'm in pain, focus on the pain that's here right now. If I'm crying, focus on the crying that's here right now. If I don't want to cry right now, then focus on me being here and not crying and doing something else. But whatever it was, I had to focus in on it to get me through to the next point. 
And it has turned out to be, like I said, one of the biggest blessings. I have been so blessed to meet so many wonderful individuals. And no person is greater than the other, but I have met celebrities. I have met personalities. I have met people who just want to fade away in the background. I have met people that have the biggest hearts in the cancer community. And they are some of the happiest, most joyous people that have faced some of the most tumultuous situations that anyone could ever face in life. But yet they persevered. And I've learned something else along my journey. I've learned to develop my own philosophy. And I've learned that my magnificent three, my three pillars, all along my journey were faith, perseverance, and celebration. And that's one thing that I realized that we as a people do not do enough of, and that's to celebrate and celebrate ourselves. Celebrate being here, celebrate being there, celebrate whatever it is. In my family, we have the the notion that we're going to celebrate regardless, celebrate everything until further notice. We celebrate when someone is fired, when someone is hired. We celebrate everything because there is a blessing underlining if you just take a moment to think about it and realize that if something is not working out, it's not working out for your good for whatever reason. And it's going to challenge you. It's going to make you think. It's going to protect you. It's going to make you better. It's going to teach you a lesson. So either way, it's a win-win situation. It's going to be some good that's going to come out of it. Right. And I want people to think this also. I have considered the fact that it was a possibility that I was going to die. That's natural. But I also had to remember one of two things. One, either I'm going to die because that's what the Lord wanted for my life at that moment. Or he's not done with me and I'm still purposed to do something on this earth. So either I'm fighting to live or I'm going to die because I have lived and no, no, no longer need to fight. Right. And I realize that I still have fighting to do. And if it's not for me, it's for someone else. Well, that is impacting. And you mentioned so many things here in relation to your perseverance, your three pillars of your philosophy being faith, perseverance, celebration. You've mentioned surviving purpose, not being done with your journey, and really being here to celebrate and offer what you can to others and that we're not done actualizing. We are always here to learn and that even, and what I also say, and I, I fully agree with you, Miriam, in that when we go through or are confronted with challenges, things that you know we weren't expecting, how do we come through that, number one? How do you deal with that? And then, and then how do you take that experience and know that there was, there's wisdom from that, that you can apply everything you've been through 
even if it was a challenge towards your life, like, like you, which is so amazing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very humbling. And I, and I, this is probably about the third or fourth time I've used that, that word being humble. Right. And it's the truth because something that is greater than you, bigger than you, it, it makes you humble. But just because something is bigger than you and greater than you and seemingly more powerful than you does not mean you can't have power or control over it. And that's why it's so important to have that, that mental health and that, and that perseverance. Right. But none of that matters if you don't have the faith that you can accomplish it and get through it. Right. And what does all this mean if you don't have value in it and see it being worthy of celebrating? You've earned that. You oh. know what I mean? Oh, so absolutely. it all ties in together and it's, it's so easily said, but it's so hard and challenging for people to do. Oh. And what I want people to know is the more you put into practice, the more it becomes habit forming. <laughs> and the more it becomes habit forming, the more it becomes a lifestyle. Absolutely. And I fully agree. Fully, fully, fully agree with what you're saying. You're, you're spot on, Miriam, because coming from a clinical background, being a doctor of psychology, it's about coping mechanisms. It's about how do you, and I always said this, from the time that I started out in doing, working in the clinical field, I've always said this, if you write with your right hand, try writing with your left hand. It's difficult, it's challenging, but if you put it into practice and you continue to write with that left hand, even during challenges, you're gonna have a different, different set of coping skills and you're gonna, you may not be able to use that right hand, but now you can use your left hand and put those skills into practice. So the more exactly, you do it, and so that was always my analogy. Like, I know it seems very simple, but it's not simple. It's not simple to learn new mechanisms, to put those mechanisms into place. But the more you do it, the more fluid you become. Yeah, and, and the funny thing about it, as a cancer survivor, there is, there, there are no new set of that that anyone can stick to that I can stick to because something is always changing and I'm constantly in a state of rediscovery or discovery. Right. Because nothing is normal, quote unquote, anymore. Nothing is the same, quote unquote, anymore. And I'm always trying to figure out, okay, will this work for me? Or today, will this work for me? Yesterday it did, but right now it doesn't seem that it will you know and it's it's always the mindset of will i get through this will i get past it right. but i always go back and think about my belief and my faith that i can do all things through christ and that all things are possible and if i want something to happen i have to speak it into existence and it's so funny because I created a, a vision board mm -hmm. and I, I recommend people to do this because there's so much power and strength in, in vision boards. And I created it um, with some of my girlfriends at the end of the year last year. And 
what I put on this vision board was a Roman numeral 12 as a clock. Each Roman numeral marked a nodule of something that I wanted to occur in my life throughout the year. And I've even, I've, some of the numbers were um, savor the moment for one number. For my birthday month, a new makeover. For the next month, go see and do, leave out the country and do something. And I'm just amazed because the mindset I put behind it that this is what I want for myself. This is what I will accomplish. And you think about it, you visualize it, you write it out or you put it on your paper and you study it and you start to internalize these things. Like I said, it becomes a lifestyle, becomes habit for me because now you create these behaviors to, to accomplish what you want. Right. And that's, that's what I, that's what I do. I try to visualize the concept and I try to, whether it's write it out through the poetry, how I'm feeling or whatever I need to get out. And I try to make it come to life for me. And and that's another birth concept, the, the poetry that I do. As a child, I've, all, I've always loved to do creative writing. And, and when it was very hard for me to speak or express myself, I would do it one of two ways. I would cry and I still wouldn't speak or I would, I would write. And when I came across an opportunity to write again, that was all I needed. It, it helped release so much tension and pressure or emotion that we as cancer patients or cancer survivors can't really explain. And no matter how many times we may try to explain it to one, a thousand, 10,000, if you've never gone through that experience, you will never truly understand. But for some reason, when we express ourselves through art, through poetry, we can kind of internalize and understand or get an idea that way. And so I use those words to help people to understand the emotions that I, I feel or that I felt. I wrote about my mother who was a breast cancer survivor and, and, and passed away. And I was 12 when that happened. And recently I wrote about the, the strength. People say, oh, you're so strong. You're so strong. You have so much faith. Yes, I have my own faith, but I, I had a great teacher. I learned from my mother and I get a lot of her strength and, and strength from my father um, that passed away uh, not long ago. And what I learned from them when I wrote was that I had these pillars that I was not aware of and Walking through those pillars, meaning walking through with my parents as I grew up, I've learned to build my own strength. I've learned to build my own faith. I've learned to create the visions for myself to have the success at any capacity that I wanted or that I needed. And like I said, I haven't arrived. I'm here. And that's all that matters. I'm here in this present moment. And when I look at these, these, this strength in the, in the pillars, I said, I'm doing nothing but growing and getting stronger and standing taller. And what I want people to understand is that even though I've gone through cancer, you know, the, the same thing applies to me. The same thing applies to you, Summer. We, we have to have our faith. We have to persevere in whatever it is that we set out to do in life. And, and we have to celebrate ourselves. And we as women 
most certainly needs to celebrate ourselves. We have so much to celebrate. So much to celebrate. Absolutely. I agree. We absolutely need to take the time to embrace now. You know, what's happening now, what we, what we have in our lives, and more importantly, who we have in our lives. And that's something I was going to get to as well. And you brought it up about your support system, your models as you were growing up. And then you also mentioned your faith. And it's so important for there to be people like you in this world, Miriam, because there are those that feel alone, may not have the same support system, may not have the same models, but there are people out there like you who serve as that model, who serve as a support system to others when they feel alone. So thank you for being out here and talking about your journey because it's so important and it's so valued and your innate and learned resiliency and your faith and the modeling and the support you have allows you to be here today to talk about and to celebrate life. So thank you. Thank you for being here and talking about this with me. Now you've talked about your poetry. Mm -hmm. You've talked about the cancer. You've talked about your philosophy, your mission. I love the idea of a vision board. I call them for me, I call them reality boards because I want people to know that when you make a declaration, like you said, and you put action behind that declaration and you truly believe it will come to fruition. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I, there's so many things that resonate here with me. Like everything that you're saying is just so valued and so powerful. So talk more about Accomplish More. So Accomplish More is a, it's my baby. It is a empowerment and empowerment development organization. And what we do is we inspire individuals and challenge individuals to accomplish more for themselves throughout their communities and around the world. And that's basically what it is in a nutshell. And I have been blessed to have the opportunity to go out in the communities and speak to individuals and really challenge them to look deeply within themselves to find out what it is that they really can do to accomplish more. And, 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 and people don't really think about it. They, they, they want to do more, but they might not know how or where to start. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Or they may, they may want to, but they may not believe or think or feel or even outright know that they can and it's so easy to see someone else accomplishing, accomplishing A, B, and C. Or, oh, I love what she's doing or he's doing. Or, I wish I could be like him or her. And I'm like, you can be that, you know? Right. Be your own celebrity. Absolutely. Be your Absolutely. own celebrity. Be someone that you want to look at, that you want to follow. You know what I mean? That you want to watch. Exactly. I love that. Because you're absolutely right. Sometimes people are like, just go out and do it. You can do this. But what I say is many times people don't know the steps. They just don't know. And with a, an organization like Accomplish More, 
who will help them see what those steps are because everybody's journey is different. And the way that we approach certain situations is different. So to at least provide an, a pool of ideas for people, then they can grab and say, I can use this, I can use this, and I can accomplish that goal. I can be who I want to be. I have purpose. And yeah. for an organization like Accomplish More to be out there, that is fabulous because you're giving options, you're giving ideas, you're help nurturing these people to where they want to be. And that is so important. So again, what I love about the organization Accomplish More because I was someone, I am someone, you know, and I, I was someone before the cancer came. So the, the cancer, cancer, the cancer journey or the cancer experience was just a, a bump along the way, just another test, another project that I had to manage nonetheless. And so what I speak on doesn't only hit or resonate with breast cancer survivors or cancer survivors in general, right. it hits everyone. It hits home for everyone. Right. Absolutely. There's so much value. There's so much that people can take away from this interview, from your public speaks, where you go and you talk about these things. They can take away so much from it and apply that to their lives. I mean, just in that, you should go away and celebrate. You should celebrate what you've accomplished. You should celebrate if that job didn't work out. Why? Because you still have wisdom, gained wisdom from mm -hmm. all of those experiences, all of those experiences. Now you've left us with so much wisdom today, but before I get to my last question, tell me a little bit more about this shoe. You know, your <laughs> How did that come about? Because really, out of all the stuff, then all of a sudden it's like, I've launched a shoe line. Now, was this like yeah. a, a, a this, this dream for you? Like, how did Say you the know? most exciting part for last, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another one of my, uh, my babies. So, funny, everything, see, everything is a funny story to me. I, I love to laugh, so everything is funny to me. I, um, I've always loved to look at shoes. I love the different styles, the different moods they put you in. And I've always wondered if I could ever design shoes. And I've always said to myself, oh, I would like to design shoes. If I, if I saw a shoe, I said, oh, I could do that. Or I would, I would tweak it this way. Or I would add this color. And Last year, a thought had came to my mind, and the thought was heels to her house. And I said, well, what can I do with that concept? Can I make it a fundraiser, or could I, what can could, what could I do? And I was talking to my sister about it one day, but never really explored anything. And then someone sent me a text message, an actual picture image, actually. And it was a pair of shoes. And it said, uh, put a praise on it. And it had a breast cancer sound in the shoes. And I said, you know what? I said, it's, it's time. I said, it must be meant for me to design shoes. And I talked to my sister about it again. And I told her about the phrase. And I told her about that message. And a couple of days later, she sent me a message. She said, Miriam, she said, I've been thinking about what you said about the shoes. And she said, that would be right up your alley. That would be perfect for you. And she said, I'm going to pray 
that whatever you need or whomever you need will come your way. And I kid you not, Summer, within two to three days later, I'm on the computer and I come across a website and there was my answer to get the ball rolling to get me the design shoes. And that's how it all started last year. And I launched the initial launch last year in November. And the name of the line uh, was initially called Vogue by Anika Bree, now Vogue. And I've extended it this year to include a, uni- a unisex oh. sneaker line called The Occasion and a men's line as well under Vogue. So I'm really excited that I have these shoes and these sneakers launched. And it's basically to highlight and to celebrate breast cancer patients and survivors. And the reason why I wanted to do that is because we didn't have a way to really unite us together wherever we are. So my shoes, my sneakers are designed to unite us at our soul. Not only in our hearts, but what we wear. So wherever we are, wherever we go, we are united. And whomever wants to join in and support us, and wear the shoes, they are united with us and tied to our souls as well. Oh, I love that. I love it. That's beautiful. Wow. Making dreams come true. I love it. Yes. So oh, thank you. Absolutely. So my last question, question for you, Miriam is, mm-hmm. and you've already given so much, but I'm going to ask you to wrap it up here in what would your words of wisdom be if you could leave the listeners with some today? Like I said, you've given a lot, but one more. <laughs> so as the old saying goes, if the shoe fits, wear it. I'm going to extend that and say, if the shoe fits, buy it and wear it. So if what I'm saying to you sounds good, buy it and wear it and wear it well. And I say all that to say, my, my last parting words are this. I've mentioned that I'm here and I'm not worried about arriving. And here we always are facing something. Here we're always going through something. Here we're always fighting something, whatever that something is. And sometimes we're fighting with people, places, things. And sometimes we are holding on and we're holding tight and we're holding for dear life. And sometimes it seems like it's not even worth holding on, but yet we're still holding on trying to find out what the end is going to be or trying to find out if this situation or this person or this place is going to change. And I say all that to say that sometimes you just have to let your hand go. Sometimes the hardest hand to let go is your own. But when you let that hand go, join it to that other hand. And whatever it is, you bring that, you take that to God, you take that to prayer, you take that to meditation and you leave it there and you leave that trouble, that worry, that person, that place, that situation, you leave it there. Because if you believe that everything happens for a reason, it's going to work out for your good. So you let your hand go, you join it to your other hand, you take it to prayer, to meditation, you take it, you bring it to God and you leave it there. And you leave your worry and you leave your stress with it. And you focus on being here to do what you have to do 
that you can persevere. And so you can celebrate what your faith has brought you through and what you were able to let go. And I'm going to end on that. Well, thank you, Miriam, for those beautiful words of wisdom and for joining me on the Core Women podcast today. Pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Summer. I was truly excited to, to be a part of these amazing women. So thank you. Thank you. If you would like to know more about Miriam, please follow her on Facebook at Miriam Burwell, on Instagram at accomplish underscore more, or you can write her at accomplish more four. That is the number four you, and that is the letter U at gmail.com. If you need a strategic empowerment coach, contact me. If you want to tell your story of empowerment or how you have reconstructed your life to drive change, send me a video or an email of your story providing permission to use it on my social media platforms. If you want to be featured on my podcast, reach out to me at info at corewomen.com. I want to hear from you and to get to know you. You are now part of the Core Women Home. Let's get to know each other. Let's learn from one another. Please follow Core Women on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please let your women friends know about this podcast. If you write about Core Women in your social media posts, please hashtag Core Women. This is all about women. Thank you for taking the time to learn more about Core Women, and please stay tuned for continued growth of the Core Women movement. Let's grow and drive change together. 